Welcome to a special episode of Music for Life, a program which explores the purpose and value of music to humanity's enrichment. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. This is another of our special episodes that I've titled Pre-Concert Talks. These episodes will air the week of a concert at Armstrong Auditorium here in Edmond, Oklahoma, and we are coming up on another exciting event here at Armstrong. This is the Turtle Island Quartet, a string quartet, a typically classical grouping of two violins, viola, and cello, that plays jazz. The two-time Grammy-winning ensemble has won the acclaim of critics and fans worldwide and has produced 18 albums in their 30-year-plus history. Cellist Yo-Yo Ma proclaimed that the Turtle Island Quartet was a unified voice that truly breaks new ground, authentic and passionate, a reflection of some of the most creative music making today. This is a track from their 2007 album, A Love Supreme, The Legacy of John Coltrane, which pays homage to one of the great figures of American jazz. And the Turtle Island Quartet will be performing a program based on this album here at Armstrong Auditorium, Thursday, December 1st. So today for Music for Life, and for our next pre-concert talk, we discuss this groundbreaking crossover ensemble and the exciting night of jazz they will be performing at Armstrong. Many concert halls provide printed program notes or even a pre-concert lecture for their concert goers, and we at Armstrong Auditorium are pleased to offer these pre-concert talks on this particular podcast whenever a major event comes to Armstrong. For this particular pre-concert talk, or for these program notes, we will talk specifically about the Turtle Island Quartet and their program at Armstrong, which pays tribute to American jazz legend John Coltrane, based on their 2007 album, A Love Supreme, The Legacy of John Coltrane. The Turtle Island Quartet is a jazz string quartet that formed in 1985 in the San Francisco Bay Area. They were originally called the Turtle Island String Quartet, a moniker which was slightly modified to its present form after their 2007 album honoring Coltrane. The term string quartet has pretty strong classical connotations. It was basically invented by the Austrian composer Franz Josef Haydn. But this is a purely jazz group, you could say. In 2009, Public Radio's program Performance Today said, They look like a classical quartet, they work as hard as a classical quartet, but they may sound different than any string quartet you've heard before. Still actively recording and touring worldwide, the quartet since their inception has been a creator of bold new trends in chamber music for strings. They have fused the classical quartet aesthetic with contemporary American musical styles of jazz improvisation and jazz rhythms. The group achieved two Grammy Awards in 2006 and 2008 for Best Classical Crossover Album. The group's choice of the name Turtle Island refers to the Native American name for the North American continent. The group has explained that their name is a way of saying that they're playing music from America and playing it 
with an American accent, so to speak, rather than a European accent. The New York Times of February 25, 2011, said the quartet has, quote, made a point of exploring jazz with the same seriousness it brings to classical works, unquote. The quartet's early works include interpretations of jazz standards, such as a Grammy-nominated arrangement of A Night in Tunisia by Dizzy Gillespie, Stolen Moments by Oliver Nelson, and Blue Rondo a la Turk by Dave Brubeck, as well as jazz interpretations of famous classical works, such as the humorously titled Box Lunch. Founder of the quartet and composer David Balakrishnan says the quartet was expressly formed to get us string players off the page. He told NPR, Often folks won't realize that even though we're staring into these sheets of music, a lot of what we play is improvised. That's not expected from regular string players, he said. After graduating from UCLA, Balakrishnan moved to the San Francisco Bay Area and quickly established his reputation as a talented young improvising violinist. As a composer, he established his voice by integrating multiple styles and has not only composed for the Turtle Island Quartet, but in 2005 he received a Music Alive residency with the Nashville Chamber Orchestra, the largest orchestral composing grant of the year, for which he has composed six works. Balakrishnan himself is born into an amalgamation of cultures, you could say, with an American mother and a father who immigrated to America from India when India declared its independence. He said he was intrigued by the tunes and intricate rhythms of his father's native land. This helped develop his four food groups musically, he says, which are Indian, Western classical, jazz, and bluegrass. And his compositional style helps blend these musical traditions. He said he started the quartet as a means of playing his own original music. He said, in the Western classical tradition, it is very common to have a string quartet, but we were unique since all four of us were improvising jazz musicians. In addition to Balakrishnan, the Turtle Island Quartet currently hosts other conservatory-trained members, Alex Hargreaves on violin, Benjamin von Gutzeit on viola, and the recently joined Malcolm Parson on the cello. Balakrishnan said each member of the quartet came together with a primary grounding in modern jazz. This group started as a dream in my mind, he said, of players who could all play jazz and classical music. Those players weren't around in string quartets. That was a quote from David Balakrishnan. Let's talk briefly about these other three musicians. Violist Benjamin von Gutzeit came from a musical family with a father who was a violin teacher and his mother who was a pianist. After graduation in 2008 from the Dutch Academy of Music, he eventually moved to New York to experience the unique jazz scene there while completing his master's in jazz at the Manhattan School of Music. In 2012, he was offered a spot in the Turtle Island Quartet and has been living in San Francisco ever since. Another new addition to the group is violinist Alex Hargreaves, an innovative cross-genre violinist. He has been described as one of the greatest improvising violinists in America today. That's what virtuoso mandolinist and composer Mike Marshall said about him. Alex joined Mike's world-renowned Big Trio at age 17. The artistic director of Berklee College of Music's American Roots program said Alex is the best young jazz violinist in America. The cellist in the Turtle Island Quartet is Malcolm Parson, a native of New Orleans who has been hailed as the most creative cellist of his generation. According to Grammy Award winner Eugene Friesen, he is that rare player with feet planted firmly in classical music and the music of our time while possessing perfect intonation, fluent technique, and stylistic versatility. 
He made his solo debut at age 14 with the Atlanta Symphony Community Orchestra after winning their Young Artist Competition. He is also a composer for short films, and his work frequently fuses live instrumentation, classical orchestration, and electronics. So that's a little about the members of the Turtle Island Quartet. Let's talk next about their program at Armstrong Auditorium, Thursday, December 1st. The Turtle Island Quartet dedicated one of their albums to the great pioneer of the free jazz improvisational style and one of the most influential saxophonists or saxophonists in music history, John Coltrane, also known as Train. This particular album of the Turtle Island Quartet forms the basis of their program here at Armstrong Auditorium. The album and program are both titled A Love Supreme, The Legacy of John Coltrane. The phrase, A Love Supreme, is a reference to Coltrane's 1964 album, which he himself said was to attest to the power, glory, love, and greatness of God. Coltrane felt all must make a conscious effort to effect positive change in the world and that his music was an instrument to create positive thought patterns in the minds of people. This particular album was recorded live from improvisations around a four-note motive which came from the meter of the words, A Love Supreme. Coltrane's album received two Grammy nominations, selling over half a million copies, making it the second highest-selling jazz album of all time. According to JohnColtrane.com, Train was born in Hamlet, North Carolina in 1926. He was always surrounded by music. His father played several instruments, sparking Coltrane's study of E-flat horn and clarinet, though in high school he switched to alto saxophone. He was called to military service during World War II, where he performed in the U.S. Navy Band in Hawaii. After the war, Coltrane began working with jazz legends like Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis. By 1960, Coltrane had formed his own quartet. The John Coltrane Quartet created some of the most innovative and expressive music in jazz history, including the hit albums My Favorite Things, Africa Brass, Impressions, Giant Steps, and of course this monumental work A Love Supreme. Though he died in 1967, his name stayed very much alive in public consciousness, References to Coltrane's artistry appeared in television and movies over decades, from The Cosby Show to Mr. Holland's Opus. In 1995, John Coltrane was honored by the United States Postal Service with a commemorative postage stamp. Issued as part of the Musicians and Composers series, this collector's item remains in circulation. In 2007, the Pulitzer Prize Board awarded a posthumous special citation to the legendary jazz artist. The citation lauds Coltrane for his masterful improvisation, supreme musicianship, and iconic centrality to the history of jazz. I think it's appropriate to play an original Coltrane recording here, and I want to play you some of Coltrane's composition titled Moments Notice. He recorded this on his 1957 album, Blue Train. Since Coltrane's death, other jazz artists have treated this number as a standard or classic in the jazz repertoire.
are listening to Music for Life. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager at Armstrong Auditorium and host of this program. Today's episode is another of our special pre-concert talks, and in it we are exploring the Turtle Island Quartet and the program for its upcoming performance at Armstrong Auditorium, titled A Love Supreme, The Legacy of John Coltrane. The quartet will be paying tribute to jazz legend John Coltrane on Thursday, December 1st. Ticket information for this performance can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. We just heard a portion of John Coltrane's Moments Notice from his classic 1957 album, Blue Train. This song is the first track on the Turtle Island Quartet's tribute album to Coltrane. Here is their arrangement of this classic Coltrane tune.
That was the Turtle Island Quartet in the opening track to their 2007 album, which paid tribute to John Coltrane, an arrangement of Coltrane's Moments Notice. The title of their album is A Love Supreme, and tracks four through seven are a four-movement work that specifically explore this tune of Coltrane's, a suite, if you will, if I can use a classical term, titled A Love Supreme, and the four sections or movements being titled Acknowledgement, then Resolution, then Pursuance, and then finally Psalm. In the first section or movement, Balakrishnan's ingenious through-composed arrangement weaves portions of Coltrane's improvisation into the opening Acknowledgement section. Resolution takes a similar approach in its initial exposition, then clears space for the quartet's impassioned soloists. Pursuance begins with a blues theme that is eventually transformed via complex and inspired orchestration. Finally, the concluding psalm is an out-of-meter prayer built on speech-like melodic phrases and intriguing dynamics that enable the quartet to capture the heroic spirit of the original. Let's hear all four sections uninterrupted. Thank you. 
That was a four-movement or four-section work that formed the centerpiece of the Turtle Island Quartet's album A Love Supreme. This suite of sorts being itself titled A Love Supreme and based on the improvisatory ideas that John Coltrane laid down in the 1964 album of the same name. Another way the group pays homage to Coltrane is by performing Round Midnight, a composition by another jazz legend, Thelonious Monk. It was Coltrane's solo on this recording with the Miles Davis Quintet in 1956 that first drew attention to Train. Turtle Island's version begins its second chorus with portions of Coltrane's famous solo before giving way to the group's own improvisations.
You are listening to a special episode of Music for Life. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host for this program. You are listening to KPCG. Today's episode has been another of our special pre-concert talks, and in it we have explored the Turtle Island Quartet and the program for their upcoming performance at Armstrong Auditorium titled A Love Supreme, The Legacy of John Coltrane. Ticket information for this December 1st performance can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can also follow at armstrongaud on Twitter. You can also follow Music for Life on Twitter and Facebook at Music for Life PCG. We just heard the Thelonious Monk composition, Round Midnight. It was John Coltrane's solo on this recording that first drew attention to the budding jazz artist. Shortly after forming his own quartet, John Coltrane released his 1961 album, My Favorite Things. The title song from the track is based on the Rodgers and Hammerstein number from The Sound of Music. In 2001, the National Endowment for the Arts and the Recording Industry Association of America released 360 songs of the century. Among them was John Coltrane's My Favorite Things. To close out this episode, here is the Turtle Island Quartet performing its rendition of this classic work.
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.